to the podcast, Nothing Is Anything, the show where we're talking about nothing, but also kind of anything, meaning that we're sort of talking about everything. I'm your host, Dylan, aka DJ Cereal Sauce, and joining me today is Dakota, again, because we keep doing these on Monday. We've got Sweet Tea again, because again, we keep doing these on Mondays, and Variant, who at this point is the only consistent main four, if you will, to to keep showing up here. Not trying to throw shade at the other people, I know they're busy. Well, That's then just, it's not uh, fucking four. <laughs> At this point, I should just become a main. At because... this point, we're going to make Dakota one of the main four, and we're going to... and If you keep doing it on Monday, I can do. I can be a main. It's not about doing it on Monday. It, it's about the fact that I try to do it on Sunday, but then, but then Peter's like, oh, I'm busy. And then Alec just does not fucking respond to me, so then I'm like, okay, how about Dakota? And he's like, I'm also busy or whatever. And then Monday comes, well, anyway. and I'm like, all right, now... And, and, and also, because what keeps happening okay, is, okay. is... is my No, because my girlfriend keeps coming over on Sundays, so I can't even do it on Sundays... And then I'm like, all right, how about we do this on Monday? And then both Alec and Peter are like, oh, sorry, we're busy. I'm like, okay, well, <laughs> time to time to <laughs> e- time to issue in the B team, if you will. And that's just uh, how this keeps going. I'm not fucking B. Well, you are not the intended recipient to be the main cast of the four, so yes, you are. Mm-hmm. Although you are a B cup. Don't play with me. <laughs> you call me a B cup? That's, that's right. So you kidding? <laughs> Yeah, I might have. What, you, what are you going to do about it? That's what the T stands for. Oh, B-cups are nice. Titty. Let's not use that as an insult. Come on. You're being very sizes. No, it's, it's only insulting when it comes to a dude because he wants that number. He wants that letter to be an A, if anything. I'm at least a C cup. Fuck you. Oh, so you do take. You do take oh, so you think I'm lowballing you now? Yes. Boy, you a B cup in, in ball size. <laughs> <laughs> Oh, that's not at all how that works. Oh my Wait, God. is that per Sorry. ball or is that like, is that like two balls play? fits into one half of a B cup bra? Um, all right. I don't even think two would. I, I think two would even not fit in there. Very. I feel like it'd be like you'd have to have like four to fit in in one singular cup. So he has an A cup in ball size. That's what you're saying. He might. It might even be smaller. I don't think they make negative bra sizes. <laughs> They call me Lil Balls McGee. <laughs> <laughs> okay. No, that was that. That was funny. He was like, "I hate women so much. They always be trying to make counter arguments to still hit though. You can you can make fun of me all you want, still hit though. You can say how small my balls are, still hit though. <laughs> even when you think I you even when you think I've lost, I've still won." <laughs> he's like he's like the more you berate me the more it just makes you look bad so then the counter argument is if you keep com- if you keep complimenting me then you may win but at the end of the day I still win cuz guess what still hit though <laughs> Man you, see. Funny, you know that Yes Good All right now that we have officially started being likable versus being smart which one is ago. more important in today's society how did you come up uh, with this topic? What is your no, answer? No, I was just thinking. Important how? Well, not being likable per se, but at least being personable. Hmm. Yeah, okay. I, 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 I once again reiterate, important how? Import, just in terms of... <sighs> in terms of ep- economic success? In terms no, of, I guess you could take it there. Well, My I don't think whole he's thing, saying for the sake of success, just like which one yeah, has guess generality is like, like if you could only not necessarily if you could only have one, but like you think about how a lot of people can kind of be one or the other. 
Right. You know how some people are just so smart that they just don't really know how to dumb it down type thing? Yeah, the, the really condescending smart people. You, you know, right, the, entire, like you know the entirety of the I am very smart subreddit? Those kinds of people. Yeah. Those, those <laughs> granted, those oh are people God. who probably have a bit of an ego for themselves. And they probably aren't actually as smart as they think they are, but same premise. Right, so those are the type of people that can only talk to other types of people who understand what they're talking about. Or is it more important to just be able to, let's say you have an idea. If you're too smart to dumb it down, then it really won't, it, it won't make a difference. Well, that, that's not even necessarily being too smart, that's just not being good enough with people. Because most of the time... Exactly. Most point. of the most of the time, if you're bringing it to somebody else, it's probably because you believe there may be a string in there that they can understand. Like you're you're like if if it's so complex that you can't dumb it down, you're like, probably bringing you could potentially be bringing it to the wrong person, or you may just not be like willing or question, like understanding like, of how people sort of process it on like a how severe level. would you say you're talking here. What do you mean? Like, is it like completely brain dead? Or is it like... Is it completely brain dead? Or is it like... Like, they still have some modicum of knowledge. They're just not like... Maybe they don't have a complete full college education, but you know they still are competent oh, like, with their the, words and shit. How extreme are we talking for being smart but maybe not as likable yeah being very likable but not as smart like how extreme are you trying to take that well that actually probably can lend itself to, to different answers in the grand scheme of things because i imagine right well, I actually, I'm sorry, go ahead. it depends on certain context I'm, I'm trying to i'm trying to think out a good example right now hold on you keep going I mean, if that that's kind of that, that's all I really want to know, because like I mean, those are two extremes, and I feel like in reality, most people aren't going to be like so smart they have no social interaction, but they're that's also so not going to be so <laughs> they're not going to be so personable that like the you rock. know people bend at the knee just when they walk into a room. The right, rock, yeah. especially because depending on the <laughs> God, okay. I counter-argument the paper. <laughs> no, I... Because, yeah, for the most part, like, people in today's society are smarter, but they lack more common sense as a whole. And I feel I'm like... I'm not sure they're smarter. I'm... I, they well, have... It's a, it's a, they more have more access to knowledge. Yeah, they have more access to knowledge, but they may they just They have not. the chance to be smarter. Yeah, they have sadly, all the resources to be smarter, but they don't. The yeah. But like um like most people who are likable are at least a little bit smart. Like I feel like we've kind of moved away from that whole mantra of of the college jock who just doesn't like who fails all of his exams versus like the dweeb kid who looks up to the jock because he actually has friends. Like the majority of people really are not like that, especially since a lot of people see being likable as different things. And some people mm -hmm. might be likable to certain groups of people because of the traits they exhibit, but they may be unlikable to others. Well, that that's just most people. Like, there are just going to be groups of people who just dislike how your personality is. That's kind of just how it is. 
Yeah, I definitely agree with that. It's it is how it is. But then I guess to a to a degree that almost accidentally ruins the question because it's like you you most people on the planet can be liked and also will be disliked by other people. Mm-hmm. So like, how do we? What do we define as? being likable do we associate just being likable as a whole with the the damn it (laughs) how many times we can't keep getting away with this no but it's like it's like do we define being likable as that sort of stereotypical thing where it's like people just flock to this person because he seems like he's popular or it's not even necessarily about popularity but just being able to talk to people explain to people let's just say two people apply to this job it's had to be okay well i guess i'm kind of breaking my own mode here but my own mode here right oh, but God. job that you have to we be could even get a chance to answer it <laughs> damn it let's just say two people apply to get a job and let's just say one is a lot smarter at the job but the other one is still smart at the job but is actually able to explain it to new people who in your mind is going to have more value in that position then that kind of comes in because that's what I was I was about to bring up mm. something similar where it's like you depends have to on you the have, position yeah, yeah exactly it depends on the position it depends on is the likable per like if it's a sales position is the likable person able to exude such a personality that they can at least draw people in so that they can maybe talk about something with them like are they in a position where just simply being smart and being able to talk about the technical details of X Y and Z is more important than just drawing somebody's attention in and maybe getting them to be interested in something on a very baseline consumer level. Shit. I, I even had a potentially good example to try and help us formulate an answer to this question. And now I don't, I don't remember what it is. Especially just because like, I think in the end, the person, if you're talking about like, I guess general charisma, not necessarily like, being able to explain to other, but like just a general charisma, I think that person's more likely to get a job just because in the end, any job, most jobs are going to require you to work with people. And if you can't effectively like be a part of that, you're not going to be effective in general at the job. Like you may be the best programmer in the world, but if you can't talk to people about what you're doing and like have them like coordinate effectively in a team, it doesn't you're matter. not gonna do well right yeah and also it's like um a person who is like most jobs will also like any job that obviously doesn't require you to like have a legitimate background in said area like being a coder or whatever mm-hmm. will just give you site training they'll give you they'll give you on-site training so you like now granted that gets into the whole thing of like the person who has the experience might get the job on the basis that they don't have to be taught things or that it's going to be substantially easier for them to learn but -hmm. then there are plenty of likable people who also just are fast learners and there are people yeah and 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 being likable is something that's like being able to talk to people, being able to like communicate with people, being able to exhibit certain social whatever, being able to recognize social cues, all this stuff that pertains to talking and speaking, the way that you speak, the way that you talk to people, the way that you interact with people, a lot of that is stuff that can't be taught. Which is kind of a big part of it. Because like, I'm going to use an example that I've brought up in a previous podcast 
the reason I was so good when I joined the debate team in high school wasn't because I knew how to effectively like argue other people's points and, and, and like effectively sort of prove why the points they're making are moot in regards to my own or whatever. A part of it came down to the fact that it's because of the way that I speak and that the way that I speak, especially in the context of, especially in the context of having a debate with somebody is like a powerful and like you can't teach somebody how to effectively project their voice. You can't necessarily teach people how to like memorize like scripts and plot points and all this other stuff. And you, you can't teach somebody how to speak without using a lot of their filler words without some very intense, like making them hear every single time that they say it and making them kind of self-aware every time they say it. it's like stuff like that. A lot of things that come down with your personality, being a personable person, being a likable person, you can't teach somebody. And especially when it comes to jobs, most jobs will just on-site train you regardless of how actually skilled you are with whatever they're asking you for. Mm -hmm. Yeah, you very much can't. It's hard to teach people how to be like better socially and how to learn better. It's so much easier to fucking, um, it's so much easier to teach them a skill if they're willing to learn it, which is kind of what that's about, I think, to some extent right yeah like you know it's actually funny that you bring up coding because like that was it, it's actually a position i'm talking about in one of my jobs i'm not gonna bring up where i work but anyway there are two people in my jobs there i mean sorry there are two people in my job and um one of them is really smart but he's not the greatest at communicating that just because he knows it on such an advanced level mm -hmm. and the other guy is also pretty smart but he's able to break it down and i'm thinking in certain scenarios like that when you're able to train a new recruit maybe being a mentor is a little bit more valuable than knowing your shit like like don't get me wrong this other sergeant still knows his shit well i guess i just gave my shit up but anyway yeah he knows like, what he's this talking other guy, about, but it doesn't matter if he can't if his position is to teach people how to do a job and he can't do that then it doesn't matter even if he knows but if his position is just to code then he's gonna obviously he's effective i think it doesn't come down to who's better i think it comes down to who's going to be better at each role right yeah and i think another half of that is you consider somebody who exudes a substantial amount of both traits the person who exudes more personable traits is probably going to succeed better than somebody who exudes more of the smart traits because because sweet tea keeps bringing up the example of somebody knows a lot about what they're doing but they can't describe it very well versus somebody who also knows a lot about what they're doing they can describe it well whereas if you inverted it where it's like you have somebody who is really really good at explaining to people how things work and then you have somebody who is really good at explaining it or maybe is let like so you have one person who's really good at explaining a thing even if they're not the best at it versus somebody who knows less about it or sorry, who who knows how to explain it to somebody less than person A, but knows more about it. If that makes sense. Yeah, that's, that's exactly the scenario I'm talking about. Right, yeah, it's just like trying to break that down. And I will say, I was I was about to say statistically speaking, I don't have the statistics for this, I was about to bullshit you, I'm sorry, I didn't mean to do all that. <laughs> no, for the most part, you go into any position, or you go into any like a social setting where it also may pertain to your career more often than not it is the people who are more willing to go out and talk to people that they don't know like 
you know, point out people of interest and try and spark up a conversation with them that will end up having more opportunities in the future. So like I have a lot of friends who are, who are also coders kind of on the same level as Dakota here, just in terms of grade level. And Mm -hmm. they also are trying to kind of stick their feet into like the fret sort of area, which is weird that I'm bringing up that and coding in the same sentence because that just doesn't seem to mix well from what I've seen before. (laughs) But like, um, like, like one of my friends knows less about coding than the other guy, but he also just is really good at just talking to people just at random, somebody he sees of interest and he'll just go up to them and just kind of start talking to them. And so that's how he was like offered a potential position to work for like Google when all of his college education was said and done. And it's like, that is substantially more successful than anything my other friend could have done. Even with all the work he puts through being better at coding and being better at all this, just because of the fact that like he didn't go up to that one guy. So like not only, not only do people in an established or people who are going in for a position they are already expecting having a better chance because it'll be easier to it'll still be easy to teach them the things they need to know but they already have the things you don't need to teach them but when it comes to just going somewhere where there's like a potential you may have a job opportunity or whatever you're generally going to have like metaphorically speaking you're generally going to have more people flocking towards you if you're a sociable person if you're a personable person even if you're a little bit worse at whatever the task is because you're going out of your way to find these people to enable your own success. Mm-hmm. So I think as a generality, when we're talking about most baseline things, when we're talking about most baseline careers, even I would say that people go for being a likable and personable person is more important, especially when it comes to getting your foot in the door in that space. So you're saying in terms of who you would hire to do the job, you would choose a more personal person rather than the person who knows everything. I think, I think they just leave a lasting impression on me. They can, they don't necessarily, especially in like an interview. Yeah. When it comes down to yes, yeah, straight up interviewing, that is actually like a much more important thing. Like if I'm the interviewer, I am like most interviewers will actually kind of choose people on that basis so as a generality i would probably say so like i know i know when i used to work for a bank a little while ago um the only job i had had before that was being a waiter which had literally nothing to do with working at a bank so in that regard i didn't really have any experience doing all that but um i you know having to be a waiter at this other restaurant I kind of learned, not really learned, I just was in an environment where I would talk to a lot of people, be it my own coworkers, be it the, the other the other staff, be it the actual people who I was serving, you know, occasionally striking up conversations with them if it's not too full. Had this one couple who would come in relatively frequently, probably once a week, maybe a little bit more on occasion. And it, it was usually my task to help deal with them because I guess, well, one, because they, they sat at the tables that I serviced. But two, just because like those people liked me and so they kind of, it'd be pretty obvious that it's, it's fairly easy for me to, to work with those people in that regard. So like I would use them as an example. So like when I was in the interview at the bank, he was like, can you give me a time that you went above and beyond for your, your service to the point where like 
the people who you were servicing had to let a higher up know how well you were doing. And I kind of was telling him all these other little stories about that. Um, just, you know, on the basis that I was consistently serving them, I was making an impact on their, on their experience at a restaurant, which sounds more profound than it really is. Um, but doing that kind of thing and then having good speaking skills and being able to just generally be a likable person to him. He, it prompted him to like, by at the end of the interview, he said, he literally told me like, you, you have been the best person that I had, I have interviewed all day. And keep in mind, I'm an 18 year old at this job doing this. So it's kind of impressive to be hearing that from him, especially because I'm working at a very established bank amongst hundreds of already well-established people. And he probably interviewed plenty of people who were substantially more qualified than me. But it was very evident that the way that I was wording things and the way that I described all these things to him, it did leave an impact on how he... it, It could have potentially even set a new bar for things he's looking for when it comes to interviewing other people. And... Again, I didn't have any knowledge in the field that I was going into, minus the fact that it is all kind of just customer servicey stuff. But like, I had never worked over a phone before, but that didn't matter because I had already proven that I was a very person. I was a very likable person, and it was very easy for me to work with other people. And then all they had to do was just teach me the ins and outs of working the position that I was in. And then as a result, it enabled me to continue doing that better and better. So when I go and work at other jobs that require me to work with people, I can now use some of the things that I sort of learned while working for them, like how to de-escalate a very pissed off customer, which, I mean, to be fair, that doesn't always work. I had a lady come in, talk about a USB-C cable once, and when I didn't know what she was talking about because she worded it funny, she told me to go fuck myself and then drove off in a motorized scooter. So I I I guess you can't win them all, okay? You know, you can't win them all. But that's the, that's the point I'm trying to get across is I'm, I had an interview with this guy. I clearly made an impression on him and it allowed me to get a job in a position where I had literally zero on-hand experience for what they were asking of me. But it was evident to the guy that I had the things that you can't teach somebody and I it, it helped me secure a, a job. And I imagine if I was a more detestful person, if I wasn't a very likable person, but I knew a lot of what was happening here, he wouldn't have hired me because he's like, he's like, you're being a dick. So that's even another thing. In my own personal experience, it's proven that even while I may not know a lot, being a likable enough person to the interviewer is oftentimes enough to help push you forward into the next steps of getting a position at a job. I mean, think about it in real life. You know those like assholes who are like actually smart, right? And they like just they, they just come across as cocky. I've noticed that with math majors. A lot of math majors are like that. Like, yeah, you're smart. You know math. But if I was going to hire someone, I wouldn't fucking choose you because you're a dick. Yeah. Like, and I think, I think that is important. Like you can't just be smart. Those math majors, I'm sure are really fucking smart people, but they're assholes. So why would I ever want to talk to them and have them in my work environment? Why would I ever want to have them around me? It doesn't make any sense. Some people's whole personality trait is just the fact that they're smart and that's it. Like yeah, they, and that's they, a problem. And those it, are the it, those are the people on Reddit that are on from the I am very smart subreddit. <laughs> well, I wouldn't test me. I have hundred and twenty two IQ. It's like, all right, you need to get hundred and twenty two bitches, dog. Then we'll talk. Oh me. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, no, because because I, I killed him, dude. 
Holy no, shit, dude, you killed her. I was gonna I was gonna say that also kind of depends on the position, but at the end of the day, yeah, almost every single position, unless you literally do not speak to anybody ever, is gonna require you to interact with somebody. So especially I'm especially just- if you're working at a company where you don't need to interact with anybody but your coworkers, if the interviewer doesn't like your fucking attitude, he's gonna be like, I right, get out. I'm not working with yeah, you. Suck. Leave. Leave. Get out. Leave. Get out. Get out. Get out. <laughs> just thinking logistically like even if we're taking this 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 uh unlikability out of it we're just thinking about logistically i feel like the person that is able to to talk to people and still explain and be able to do all this even though they don't necessarily know the most it's still more of an investment okay and yeah. w- one other thing we've been talking about people who are like ah yes people who are generally smarter as well but like generally smart and have this ability you we we have a service that has proven that you do not need to be smart to get i be very successful or to see that having a personality uh did you say valuable. the entire u.s political system uh no but that that also no that's like how dislikable you can be honestly <laughs> yeah. I was thinking more like twitch streamers and other shit like that yeah media entertainment but Right, you have people like I don't want to say any names, but people that are just not very educated in what they're doing, being carried strictly by the fact that people like them. Yeah, mm-hmm. sometimes and they just do. Again, I don't want to say any names, but I'm just going to say the president before the one we have now. So, <laughs> you you get what I'm saying though. A lot of people liked him. But he had no political experience and still still made it. Mm-hmm. I mean, that's fair. He was just like a businessman and he didn't yeah, really he didn't have any political affiliation. Yeah. There's and a yet. there's <laughs> there's a Twitch streamer that I watch and I think he's gone on record two times now saying that like the pandemic has really shown to us just how much like how absurdly high um like the the amount of money that you can make in the media entertainment industry is so ridiculously high that you require almost zero qualifications for it. He's he's like he is like I know some of the dumb, dumbest motherfuckers on the face of this planet who make substantially more money than the smartest friends I have, just because they were willing to get their ideas out there, just because they're people who are good at talking to people, and now they make a fortune, and they don't have to be smart to get to that point. And that's not me trying to insult them, mainly because one I'm quoting him, but two that's just. It's just how some things go. Like if you're, if you have an idea in your head and you're likable enough to get that to somebody who can make it happen, you can make a lot of money without having to do fucking anything. You don't have to. You could have a whole zero brain cells in your head and you could still make more money than <laughs> oh, than some of the smartest people on the face of the planet. You know, you know the perfect example, Kanye West, right? <laughs> <laughs> no, no, no. <laughs> <laughs> no, I was gonna say what he said. I like some of the Gaga songs. What the fuck does she know about cameras? <laughs> I like that's that. exactly. The I want to look at some of his funny tweets. Lady Gaga has nothing, no experience with cameras, really, and yet is still the fucking director of of fucking. I, I forgot what the company was called. I mean, I've heard, like, stories that pop up on, you know, like, Facebook and Insta, like, those, like, 
lists on like Ranker and stuff, or you just hear about people who go into these jobs completely unqualified because they just like sweet talked their way up the ladder and then they're like, hmm, I'm in way over my head, but no one's caught me and it's been six months, so I guess I'll keep going. Yeah. <laughs> I just keep lying and it keeps working. <laughs> That's literally it though. I'm trying to find the one this is this isn't even relating to what we were talking about. I'm just trying to find the one where, where Kim Kardashian was was like, You guys need to stop like bullying my husband and then like the tweet that that preceded her saying that was so funny <laughs> i think uh, i remember that one i'm gonna try and find it really quickly uh i don't even Bro, i don't even know exactly the, the man's a millionaire if he wants to stop getting bullied on the internet i'm sure he can figure something his out. brain cells are so low i don't think he actually can why be. should it even care why should it even matter we're getting back to the thing where i'm just like how the where a i don't understand cyberbullying that much because it's just like how you can mute someone i found it i found it so but. she says she said to the media trying to demonize my husband let me just say this your commentary on kanye being erratic and his tweets being disturbing is actually scary so quick to label him as having a mental health issue just for being himself when he has always been expressive is not fair and then and then an hour before she tweeted that kanye west tweeted i'm nice at ping pong <laughs> like <laughs> I, 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 oh my god, yeah, Kanye West is so, so goddamn stupid, but that gets into, the, that, that gets into the whole, that gets into the, it gets into this whole other meta thing about, like, music production, because at the end of the day, he's, like, an artist and a producer-esque person, so, like, you can just make it anywhere as long as you make something that people like. Yes. Like... I, I, I don't know how else to describe it. Like, one of my friends said they just let anybody make a song nowadays. And it's like, yeah, you can make big success off of making music that just people can turn up to. That's just kind of the culture we live in. And if a lot of people like the song that you make, even if you don't, even if you're not a talented lyricist, even if your lyrics don't mean fucking anything, if a lot of people like it, then you get a lot of revenue from it. So... Yep. In a, in a lot of industries, you can kind of make the same ties and just be like, yeah, it doesn't exactly, like, in today's society, it doesn't exactly matter if you're the best or the smartest at what you do. It's just about, are you doing things that people like? Because humans go based off of what they like. Simple as mm -hmm. that. Do I have to explain the human brain to you? Because I don't want to, but I will. Uh, yes, monkey please. brain go, ooh. Monkey. <laughs> I'm, tr I'm trying to think if there are some situations where, like, I, I, I'm, I'm really trying to think in my head if there are situations or if there are positions where it is actually more important for you to really know what you're doing rather than... Nuclear physicist. <laughs> Jumping nah. the gun a little bit with that one, but I mean, I'll accept you it. Asked for, you asked for an example. I wasn't I expecting you to answer so quickly. What the fuck? <laughs> <laughs> but yeah that yeah NASA i guess when you engineer. get to like when you get to like the super echelon of of positions that like, probably makes sense because at that yeah, point like those... you, you are only working with people who are as smart as you are so you don't really need to be personable with them because you guys are just talking brain talk the whole time well there is something yeah those niche uh because i'm now thinking of like the funny tweet thing <laughs> where um basically this girl got a nasa scholarship or, or not scholarship yeah was she was like she was like i got an internship at nasa suck my dick and they were like 
watch your language. Hey, language. Like, fuck you, I'm working for NASA now. And then they like lost their position because the guy was like, to be fair, our team or something. No, to be fair, that dude didn't actually get her fired. Someone else did it. He was fine. They actually, he actually helped her get a different job at NASA after that. Mm -hmm. Like, wow. if you follow that story to the end, that dude helped her get a job because he didn't want that to happen. Right. He was just scared that something like what happened would have happened, and you know, one thing led to another, and it, that exactly what he was scared would happen happened. So then he got it taken care of. Yeah, so he he ended up helping her, and you know, she she apologized to him and all that. Like, yeah, that, that story they, does. They had a good happen. sense of humor, but, so it worked out for them. Evidently, they were likable enough for the person who helped them get their position. I think it was just a position. good person doing things. Yeah, that was just mm -hmm. a good. That was just a good person doing good person things. But some yeah. people could draw a tie to that. Also, I would rather have a dislikable doctor slash surgeon. That's that's reasonable, but also when it comes to like being a doctor, there's like you know there's like a certain point that you have to hit. Anyways. Bedside manner. <laughs> yeah. Because that was kind of what I, that was. I mean, that was like, the... I don't really care if my doctor is a bit of a dick if he knows what he's doing and makes sure and like saves my life, especially like in surgery or whatever. Right. Yeah. But yeah, when it comes to being a doctor, it's like you you can only get so you can only get so far on like kind of knowing what you're doing. And I don't know See, if you would exactly hit that level. I would kind of beg to differ on on the whole doctor thing. Because I, you know, I watch a YouTuber who's a doctor, and he talks about how if people don't find you personable or friendly, they won't tell you the full truth, and then you can actually, like, end up not being able to that do your job true. as well because you can't talk to them. So, I mean, you personally may like, like that, but in general, though, like, yeah, the opposite I, has yeah. proven true. In general, so in general, it is the opposite. dumb, is what I mean. No, in general, if someone's being a dick to you, as it goes, you're not going to want to tell them your personal life. Yeah, especially because I mean, like going enough. going to like the doctor and going to the dentist and whatever. Like you do have to like talk about things about yourself that you don't probably normally say to people. So even if you kind of recognize that they're a professional, like like this is the perfect example. Granted, well, this is kind of the perfect example because I was like, how old was I when this happened? How old would you have been if you were in the sixth grade? Like ten. 82. Uh, you'd be older than ten in sixth grade. No, you'd be 10 and 11, I think. Yeah, t 10 really? or 11, give or take. 12. Yeah. Well, actually, you, you, you could no, be you'd like be 11. I was 10 you in actually, fifth grade. You could be 11. So I was probably 11. Boys, because by the time you graduate, which is 12th grade, you'd be about 18. So yeah, yeah, you'd be about 12. Point you is, you'd start is, at 11. I, 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 was like, I was like an 11 or a 12-year-old when this happened. I was, out, I was out the back of my elementary school with a couple of my friends. And there's this little, like, there's a couple of poles, and there's a chain in between the pole that we keep closed, and then we open it when, like, you know, the food trucks for, like, our vegetables and our fruits and our, like, things come in. And and it was, and it was like, you know, after school was done, and I was walking with friends, we found the chain, and we were like, you know, fuck it, we're a bunch of 12-year-old idiot kids, we're just gonna jump over it. Little did we know, we, uh, well, we all understood that we were sixth graders, we ain't have no hops, so we had to have people stepping on the chains a little bit so they'd be lower so people could jump over them and this little asshole bitch idiot stupid head lifted her foot up off the chain it grabbed my foot and i landed on the ground and broke like like i, I broke a bone in my wrist bruh all right so then i go into the doctors and now granted this doesn't necessarily this wasn't necessarily because the doctor was like dislikable or whatever because i was a 12 year old i didn't know what that meant in the context of an adult 
But like my dumbass did not tell him how my wrist broke. I didn't tell him that I tripped over a chain and smacked my hands into the ground. I told him I tripped. I told him I was just walking and I tripped. And then a couple weeks later, it was a, I don't even think that doctor ever actually knew how I broke my wrist. But it's that kind of thing where like, like it, it falls into under the same kind of sort of thing. Like I was kind of embarrassed to tell him that I was a stupid idiot 12 year old who tripped over a chain. So you can imagine, especially people who have like serious, like anxiety issues, which is a substantial amount of the population, I would argue at least a little bit. Mm-hmm. Especially if the doctor sounds like they don't really care about your issues or whatever. Like a lot of people probably aren't going to want to fully, like they're not going to want to fully open up about what happened because you know, they don't want to, they don't want to reap what they sow, so to speak. Especially kids, especially, especially kids. kids. My brother ended up going to the hospital because his ear was bleeding and he w- refused to tell my dad. He refused to tell the doctor. He would only tell my mom. The truth is that he ch- cleaned his ears with a um, Q-tip, like pressed it in too far and hurt himself. Pain. But he refused to tell the doctor and my dad because, you know, my dad, I guess, is a more intimidating figure than my mom. And, you know, a doctor is a stranger. So he only told my mom when she got there way later when it would have been way more helpful for them if he had just said it earlier. Right, right, right. Everyone would have been better impacted by him just telling the truth. Right, yeah. And again, when it comes down to doctors, you can only get so far about only kind of knowing what you're doing. Like, like almost it. Mm-hmm. I couldn't give you the stats because I don't look up stats about doctors, but it, there's a, it's a very safe to assume that doctors a very, very, very high percentage of them do just know their shit. And the ones that succeed the most are the ones that know their shit just as well as everybody else, but are also kind and like, you know, amiable or however that word is pronounced, you know, amicable. Ah, yes, that one. Like just, just the, just the doctors who like, don't make you afraid to go to the doctor's office, if you will. Also, it was real quick of Sweet Tea to change his name to Asshole Bitch Idiot Stupid Head. <laughs> Jesus Christ. Come on now. It was me the whole time. It was him the whole time. You're a woman, a white woman with blonde hair and really tall. She is scary tall now. Oh, my God. Who? The lady, the, 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 the stupid idiot head who took her foot off the chain and tripped my ass. Oh. <laughs> and by the way, would you believe that after I tripped and like basically and broke my wrist without realizing I was hanging out with my friend who doesn't live very far from me. And he was like, he was like, my uncle is going to go take me to the movies. And so I had to walk like a mile and a half home with my broken wrist just being like, what? Your friend Awful. didn't help you with a broken wrist because well, they were seeing a movie? Because he, he probably didn't know I broke my wrist. He just assumed I fell. But I, I mean, like, if I look, up, if I look up right now, how far the school, the my elementary school is from my house. Hmm. There's wait, no, that no, it is not that far. You're lying. Or no, it is not not that far. Okay, no, it's it's only a mile walk away. Maybe a little bit more in the context that I had to like walk a weird way to get there. Point is, I had to walk. All, I walk. I had to walk a whole mile as a twelve year old with a broken wrist, got home, sat my ass down on the table, or sat my ass down with my arm on the table, my dad got off the phone call with a work 
person and he looked at me and he was like, are you okay? And I was like, I think I broke my arm. And he's like, what? <laughs> what? Like, it was crazy. Now I say, that, is, that is a parent mood right there. That's just... a dad mood. It's especially Excuse my dad. Excuse me? <laughs> but, I'm sorry. I think I may be hard of hearing. Did you say you broke your arm? Yeah, and then after the fact, I and had you're to, like, just tell him. sitting there? Yeah, I'm just sitting there. I'm just hanging. I went to my grandpa. He was really, really bad with, like, injury to himself and others so like he 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 apparently um i think i think he fainted when my aunt broke both of her arms after oh. falling off a razor scooter oh <sighs> did she break her ankle too because you know it's a razor scooter no no it was just it was just on, her now. um what what <laughs> it, it was just her wrist but she yeah, broke you know both of them and the bones were popping out and like my Ooh, yeah yeah that that one's nasty. Yeah, that would make me yeah. uncomfortable. Not fainting levels of anything, but that'd make me uncomfortable. But bones belong on the inside of the body. Yeah. <laughs> Not on my watch. Come here. <laughs> no. But I think I think I think what we're realizing here is unless you're a you're unless you're a um nuclear fucking unless you're physicist. a nuclear physicist. And only if you're a nuclear physicist. <laughs> it's more important for you it's to be... It's important to have a mix of both, let's be real. Well, it's, 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 of course it's important to have a mix of both because we live in a society, so you should be social with people. But if you have two people who are on the same level... Or if you have, if you have two people who have the same level of both of them, but one of them has more of one of them and one of them has more of the other... At the end of the day, the person who's more likable is probably going to be the one to succeed harder. As is proven succeed by our harder. own... Yeah. <laughs> succeed harder. As is proven by our own personal experiences, as is proven by the majority of people who go to, say, doctor's visits, as proof by... Get turned. Yeah, yeah, and as proof by when you go in for a job interview. Like, like Ty said he has a job interview tomorrow. And I want to see... Or, I think tomorrow. Sometime this week. And I want to see how that goes out for him. And I want to see if it works out in his favor because he knew what he was talking about or if it was because he was likable and the person liked him. There's a chance it could be neither. <laughs> I'm going to be honest. I'm going to be very honest. What's he applying for? Do no we idea. We'll, we'll figure that out after this is all said and done. Probably Chick-fil-A. Not again! Stop it! <laughs> well, I guess I shouldn't say again. He didn't apply there again. You keep making the joke about the thing and it's not... You don't like when you make that joke. But yeah, unle unless you're at a super high echelon of careers where you only talk to people who are at the same level of like intelligence as you, you probably are better off trying to develop your social skills a little bit better and it'll 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 end you better in the long run anyways. But does anybody have any uh, uh I guess I shouldn't really say a does anybody have any other further opinions on it? Uh, not particularly. Okay. Well, if nobody else, I think all of us are of the opinion that it takes a likable person, other than yeah, other than at that level, yeah. Especially because yeah, there's, there's just there's just so many careers that just thrive off of being like a nice person. You know, most of them, a lot of them, being in the media entertainment industry, but you know, that's that's what that's what we're doing here. You know. 
most of us don't exactly know what we're talking about, but we say it in such a way where we think we do, where we pretend like we what do. But... Nonsense! I totally know what I'm talking about at all points in time. Yeah, how like how we were talking otherwise. about the uh, <laughs> the habituation metal in the in the in the in the robot in the in the pigeon with the bread and the in the missile. <laughs> that was wild. That was oh, actually crazy. Bread to uh, it's funny to yeah, think you... that that was like an actual thing that was yeah, tested. <laughs> that was crazy. Yeah, you missed that one. It was really it was real funny, but. Ballistic um, homing pigeons, <laughs> or like the uh, like the the suicide pigeons from one of the, or the one of the wars, they like strap bombs to pigeons. I think. No, no, they put them inside a bomb. There's a difference. Oh, <laughs> oh no! Actually, there's another event that happened. So, um, ah, oh, what was it? There was this invader. I forget what what ruler, what kind of like situation it was, but basically promised that they would not ransack the town. What they did do was bait all of the pigeons to um, basically go out. And what ended up happening was they tied a little bit of tinder to each of the, to eat each pigeon. They went into the roofs and then... Oh, God. Lit the entire town on fire, <laughs> and like it was stupidly effective. Like, what is the it with weaponizing pigeons? People don't give a shit about pigeons. I guess I don't know what else to say. Man, the, the city. Well, of no, the, they just know funny. pigeons are the most useful beings on this planet. Kind of funny. They should pigeons attach. Used a... to be farmed for eating, or but they aren't done as much now. And it's literally partially just because public opinion and perception of pigeons is in like big cities is like unclean sky rats, basically. But they're <laughs> equip the sky rats with guns. <laughs> the whole city of whatever have been real quiet since the pigeons burned them down. <laughs> we need to find out what they that city is so I can I can act to I can accurately put that quote in the gamer moments. It's like a. It's like the other one that I have, where it's like Edgar Allan Poe's been real quiet since he was poisoned. <laughs> I don't even know where I got that one from. I didn't even nobody nobody that I know even said that. I don't know where I got that from. But, anyways, now I'd like to bring up a, a question that I've brought up in the past with uh, other people in my own respective groups. Because I've never uh, no. really had a lot of people uh, actually answer the question because I ask the question on a public forum and then nobody says anything. Mm-hmm. So so uh, I'm, I'm curious just right off the bat what all of you think about the following question, which is do we think that kids grow up better if they're doing something for a reward or if they're doing something in order to avoid the punishment that might come from them not doing it? Does that make sense? Uh, hmm. I think, I think one makes a spoiled kid, and the other. I think it depends. I I feel like in general, if you want to encourage a behavior, then a reward is much better than a punishment. But if you're trying to deter a different behavior, then a punishment's going to work better than a reward. Yeah, if you kind of get my trick. Yeah, psychological. Like, yeah, it's the it's the positive and re- and negative reinforcements. Or it's wait, like. No. Positive and negative reinforcement is the exact question I'm asking, but there is a whole other thing for punishing somebody so that they do not do said bad behavior. 
I think it. I think it in general, it's better to use rewards than to you than to use punishment. But I do think there are certain situations where it's better. Like, how do you re- reward a child for like not hitting someone? Like, what behavior do you target for that? If a child is just being a bully and you know harming someone, it's hard to reward a behavior. When in reality, not being a dick doesn't deserve a reward. You right, shouldn't yeah, yeah. get they're, rewarded they're, they're, for something like that. Yeah, it, it, it's like, how do you reward somebody for doing something they should be doing anyways? Yeah, so I think that's when you kind of need punishments. But if you're like encouraging a kid to like be helpful, do chores, say please and thank you, stuff that isn't necessarily isn't completely necessary, but is just you know good natured. Yeah. Doing yeah. their homework on time. I even feel like that one can be like positively rewarded. I mean, homework's kind of expected, right, but in the, the end, negative, the negative punishment they're going to get is if they don't do it, they're going to have a bad grade. <laughs> yeah. So you can like, for for me, when I was growing up, and this kind of helped me stay like you know i've always been like a pretty good student but for a while my stepdad would he would take me out every friday just to get like fries with jack in the box which doesn't seem like a lot it was like it wasn't even a whole meal it was just fries but to me it was really special because it you know i was rewarded for doing well in school yeah and it's like if you like your dad then you're spending time with him as well and that's just good for you yeah i think i probably should so because sweet tea said if you do one of them you grow up to have a spoiled child and if you do the other and then I you have a scared child. I feel like, well, I think that depends on the type of punishment. Like, cause, cause, cause when you think of a reward, it's not necessarily like giving them, like physically giving them something. Sometimes it's just like, it's like, um, I, I mean, I can't really think of a good example necessarily, but it's like, you don't like, let me think. Like, like if your significant other's having a bad day, you don't necessarily just try and give them something physically to cheer them up. Sometimes you just, like, give them your time. Sometimes mm-hmm. you'll just, like, give them comfort that they're looking for. Sometimes you'll just, you know, do this, that, and whatever. And the same sort of thing can apply when you're, quote-unquote, rewarding your child for... Why do I say, quote-unquote? That defeats the purpose of the question. When you're rewarding your child for doing something good. Like, sometimes it could just be, like, um like like um like if you're if you if you were a a kid around the time we were kids in the age of like 2010 ages 10 and 11 and 9 and whatever Nintendo Wii you know let's say you only have a little bit of time to play your Nintendo Wii in a given day mm-hmm. but you do good on your test and and then you get a little bit more time or like yeah exactly or it, it's like the that's... thing of like you clean your room you get to go hang out with your friends and then when it comes for punishments, it's like if you get an allowance for doing your chores, if you don't do your allowance, or if you don't do your chores, you don't get your allowance. If you if you get a get a bad grade, you might get scolded a little bit on why you need to be doing your assignment work. If you if you come home late, your punishment is that your parents are going to come to your location, like your friend's house or whatever, pick you up themselves <laughs> instead of you. Like they're going to come to your location and they're going to. Have your location. location. They are on their way. They cannot be stopped. But like, like some, <laughs> the of, some of those punishments. Some I of those... Miss one day. <laughs> Back door detected, an unknown being. <laughs> but 
It's like those things. You know, it's like if, it's like it's like if you do something. Wait, no, no. <laughs> it's like, oh goodness! It's a, it's like you Sorry. do something, you get rewarded with the addition of continuing to do something you enjoy. You do, you don't do something you're supposed to be doing, and you are punished by not being able to continue doing the thing. If you don't go, if you don't get home within your allotted time frame that your parents give you as a kid, they may say, "All right." Now, since you kind of betrayed my trust, like I'm not going to ask you to walk yourself back home on your own time frame. I'm going to go to your friend's house and come pick you up myself so that like you do have that deadline. So Maybe I've been a little bit shot. confused on the question, but just using that sole thing, you're saying like, is it better for a kid to want to get home because they'll get rewarded for being home on time? Or is it better for that kid to want to get home because they know if they don't, then they're going to catch hell? Yeah, kind of. Because cause at least for me personally, at the end of the day, this question does actually just come down to the types of rewards and the types of punishments you're dishing out. But at least for me and my kind of personal experience and the way that, like when I think about the way that I was punished for doing, like doing things I wasn't supposed to be doing or like the way that I was punished for not doing something I was supposed to be doing, a lot of it grew, like helped me grow up to to really understand why I should should be doing the things I'm doing or why I shouldn't be doing the things I wasn't supposed to be doing rather than because I know I know a lot of parents sort of punishment makes their kids grow up to not like them very much because maybe their parents were being too harsh or maybe because they didn't really explain why they're receiving their punishment or whatever but then if uh, by the same token if you have kids who just do things or who are doing things because they know they could get rewarded for it then in the grand scheme of things, you you may end up creating a spoiled child because then they'll only do things with the set condition that they get something in return for it. Those people grow up to become the nice guys who expect physical pleasure out of being nice to a female on the internet. You know, like, I you know what I'm saying? Do it for you. See, I really like the way, maybe I'm biased here because it was the way I was raised, but my mom had a, she explained it to me when I was older. And I, honestly, I feel like I really agree with it. The way she did it is that, you know, good behaviors were rewarded, bad behaviors were punished, but basically the punishment fit the crime. I would only get, like, spanked if my actions were going to hurt myself or others. So right. playing with, like, a lighter, hitting someone, you know, throwing shit at people, playing on, like, like fucking climbing up something that I really shouldn't be. Like, <laughs> stuff that was deserve. going to hurt me or someone else. <laughs> But like being a smartass, somebody on fire. She does. She lights you on fire. But but being a smartass and such, that was completely different. That was when I would get like sentences. If I lied, I would have to write sentences every single day, which I hated. That was my least favorite punishment growing up. I would rather get spanked than have to write sentences. And I'm not like my mom Even wasn't no wimp yeah my mom wasn't no wimp with those spanking she tested it on herself before she tested it on me right so you know i see what you're saying because yeah we, we have talked about this a little bit in the past where it's like your mother was a good parent in that regard because not as burped because not only not only would you get a little bit of, of punishment when you knew when you were doing something you either knew you shouldn't have been doing or just doing something you shouldn't have been doing because kids need to be punished when they're not doing something they're supposed to be doing. But then she also explained to you why this isn't a good thing so that it helps you do better. And I kind of was in a similar situation, but it wasn't necessarily like that would happen and then they would explain to me what was wrong. 
like this not to like toot my own horn but i feel like as a whole since i was like three or four i've been relatively smarter kind of than a lot of other people of my same age around me and i still do kind of think that even if it sounds like i'm being a little bit of a, a dick but like mm -hmm. like when i would get punished my 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 little kid brain would also recognize like I shouldn't be doing this. And then as I grew a little bit older and was exposed to media and, you know, exposed to like maybe occasionally watching other kids get punished for doing things they weren't supposed to be doing. My brain was kind of just like, Oh, okay. So I understand that like, this isn't good because this hurts somebody. And like, you know, even a, a, a lot of that also kind of applies to stuff that happens today. Even if it's not inherently like punishment stuff, like at my job, like I'm, I haven't been there for super long. So I'm still learning a lot of new things. And also the companies we work with, the clients we work with, they're constantly changing things. So when something will happen, if I do it wrong, the punishment is usually just like, not even necessarily a punishment. It's just like, oh, hey, like stop doing this. Or like, you need to start doing this instead. And then they'll kind of explain to me what exactly the reasoning for that is. Mm -hmm. So then I can I can intuit and be like, oh, OK, that that actually makes sense. Like like uh, the client asks for special instructions when we're kidding up our products. I should take those things and I should put them on the, the, the sheets that we have that we give to the team. So that way they can look at them if they're ever confused about anything specific. And it, it's it's like those kinds of things. Whereas if it was just ba if it was just on a reward basis, I wouldn't necessarily know why I shouldn't be doing the things that I shouldn't be doing, or why me not doing things I should be doing is not a good thing. You feel me? Mm -hmm. However, all of that being said, all three of us except for Sweet Tea are white, so we grew up in a substantially different household than he did. So I'm I'm curious which I, about which which I guess is the reason why I guess I have a little bit of a different opinion. I'm more of the opinion that maybe people should be raised with more I don't want to say fear but definitely more of the punishment rather than a reward mindset because reward mindset when I think about it breeds expectation you, you don't want a child that expects everything to just be basically given to them for doing something how do I put this like there are that some they probably things probably already should be doing right right you don't want to treat something as an initiative that's really just an expectation like getting good grades it's not i'm not saying that i don't believe in good grades being rewarded but they should definitely understand that that's just the expectation right, i mean yeah. i think there's a difference between like so you have like asian parents who are like you have to get an a like i'm pretty sure this is pretty consistent to every single person from an asian household i've talked to same here and it's like, you have to get an A, but in my household, that wasn't the case. I had to get a C, but I tend to consistently get Bs and As, and as such, I got rewarded because I was doing above the average, better than expected, passing my classes, you know? Right, yeah. So I think there's like a line where it's like, oh man, you got a 97 on your test? Hell yeah, let's go get ice cream. Versus like a, you got a 70, I'm not mad, but that's kind of what's expected, so you don't really get a reward or a consequence. Right, just like, uh, yeah, understand you. Maybe not even understand you need to do better. Because imagine you get a C in a class, and your parents come up to you, and they're just like, eh, it could be better to do better. Like, Bro, I'd get like an A in a class, and that would happen to me. <laughs> you have 100% in the class to like, do better. <laughs> your, your, your parents are very, um, 
What's the word I'm looking for? Constructed differently. <laughs> Constructed. <laughs> Alternative. There's a word. There's a word. It was created by Freud, and it's basically what it means when you have a stick up your ass. There's a word for it. Having a stick up your ass. <laughs> well, no. There's like a. Sp I'm gonna find it. I'm gonna find the word. We're gonna. We're gonna let it. I like it. it. Right. But no, I, I see. I see what you're saying. Like, yeah, I'm not. I'm not the biggest fan of the idea that. Oh. You, because I feel like based on how child's brains work it is okay for you to reward them for doing something the first couple of times to build up their incentive to want to do it and then as they're growing a little bit older or as they're becoming more kind of knowledgeable and more understanding about the situation at hand you can be like hey just so you know like like maybe set new expectations and being like if you're getting above and beyond in this and that and whatever and whatever you can have a reward but as a generality you should be doing the best you can in your classes because mm -hmm. That builds good character. That builds your soft skills about be doing things on time and all this other shit. So that makes sense. And I, I think, I don't necessarily know if I would agree with the word fear that you used. I kind of, I get the point no, that you're coming no, I, at. That's why I, I wouldn't necessarily use the word fear, but they should definitely acknowledge that if they don't do what's expected, there should definitely be that understanding in their head that there's going to be a punishment for that action. Potent yeah, or even just like, like something because also people like they need to understand the important part is that they need to understand what they're being punished for. just punishing the child you have to explain it to them exactly yeah, and just exactly. as dakota said the punishment has to match the crime right and like with my parents the whole punishment thing didn't grow me to like fear not doing something necessarily just kind of depends on what it was it more so if anything it as i'm older now it kind of gave me a respect over the the fact that like when i was younger and like misbehaved, which if I compare myself to a lot of other kids, like my parents have told me that I was an incredibly unproblematic child in the grand scheme of things. And so I'm glad that like, if I did act up, like I didn't get hit. Like that was what I was, I was glad for. Cause if I got smacked, I'd be like, what Matt? Me. So I'm, I'm trying to think of like a better way to kind of put that where it's like, I'm not particularly afraid of not doing something more so i'm just understanding of the of the fact that like i need like if if it's something i can repeat again i need to do better on it and so i try and kind of i kind of try and do that and a lot of that was bolstered by the fact that i didn't necessarily just get rewarded for just doing good things because i was taught why i should be doing the good things why they're important to do and why i shouldn't be doing the things i shouldn't be doing mm -hmm. Now, I guess technically the same thing can apply if you're rewarding your child and be like, I'm rewarding you for this because you're doing very good in your classes and it's important that you continue to to stay up on top of them. And you, hell, it might you might even be able to, to be like, understand that y you shouldn't really be doing this just because I'm rewarding you. Just understand, like, understand that this is still an important thing for you to be taken care of. Anyways. The United States has sent 2012 Chief Keefe to handle the Taliban. No. Yes. No. Let me, it, let me put it in general chat. Here you go. Oh, boy. <laughs> I, I don't think I want to see this. I'm going to be honest. It's funny. Contrary to what you might believe, it's funny. But I don't know. No. Variant, what's okay, your stance on It's a rapper. Like yeah, Chief On Keefe the... Like how, like how, how, how were you raised, and then like which, 
Do you think it would have been more It was a combination of both punishments and rewards. Uh, with certain levels of, like, expectation being certainly present and always being... Uh, always uh, being made to try and pursue the absolute highest level of achievement I could. Um, I will say... While I was ultimately not a very difficult child, uh, I was always pushing. They, uh, my parents would have to get very specific usually with their rules and like the levels of things because my mother always told me I would always be pushing slash towing the line of what would get me in trouble versus um, like whatever I was doing, you know? Right, yeah. Because I'd always be like, oh, so this is the limit. So I can push along here and be fine for <laughs> however much. And I'd... Uh, my mother was always told me that uh, she could tell when I was weighing the risk versus reward of how much I wanted to do something versus it being against the rules. <laughs> Which you know I found amusing. Was I the only one who kind of like, I don't know, I don't want to call it self-punished so much as like, if I got punished and I didn't believe it was justified, I would just not listen to it. But if I felt it was justified, I would. Like, I got grounded for a month for something I thought was really fucking stupid, so I lied about it every single day. And I got caught on the last day. And then I got grounded for two weeks for lying. I followed that grounding because I was like, yeah, I definitely lied. I definitely, <laughs> definitely lied straight to your face. But... The, like for me i like self-punish myself where it's like if i thought i deserved it i would accept the punishment and just go with it but if i didn't i would be the most stubborn asshole about it the entire way through making passive aggressive comments just straight aggressive comments um for instance sixth grade me was in pe we had to run a mile and the rule is if you stop you didn't get to play the game on friday uh-huh my friend tapped me on the shoulder, passed me. I was like, okay, fine, whatever. I can do that too. So I caught up to him. I tapped him on the shoulder. Mans panics, punches me in the mouth. I stop running. Yeah. I don't get to play the game on Friday. And they give you this little piece of paper. Like, what can you do better next time? Da -da. So I just wrote every single line. Don't get punched in the face. 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 And they came in, they're like, Dakota. You, the lesson here is that you shouldn't be messing around on the mile. And I'm like, sure. And so I just sat back in my chair, feet propped up on the desk for the entire period. And they came and they're like, we're going to have to send you to the principal. I was like, do it. <laughs> do it. They never did. Fucking I was punched in the but fucking on the other end of things, when my friend and I, say sixth grade, friend and I were just were talking through class. I got lunch detention. I went to it because I was talking through class and I knew the rules. Yeah. I mean, I didn't, I didn't particularly do anything in classes that would warrant me getting much punishment. The only one that I can actually legitimately think of, I guess two, this doesn't even count. I'm going to say it does. When I was in like elementary school and, and we did like the, the PT, uh, oh God, the parent teacher conferences mm -hmm. that they held at like 6 PM on the school grounds. 
Those were so annoying. I, I agree. They were. I like. I literally. I never did anything wrong, but I was always nervous about going to them because I was like, "Damn, my teacher's finna rat on me." Because you know, I used the word finna when I was an elementary schooler. No, yeah. I didn't. <laughs> no, but but I, 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 I'd go in and I'd go to all my. Uh, we'd go to all my teachers, and they'd be like, "Yeah, no, he's very good at his work. He's very good at cooperating with the kids. He just he he just talks a lot." I'm like, "You motherfucker." They were right. Like, you motherfucker. <laughs> but then, that like, was the um, biggest complaint that I got too. I yeah. always hated parent-teacher conferences because my my parents would go like full fucking Karen <laughs> at, oh, in the conference. And I'm just like, all right, stop. Are you doing this? Stop. Just just stop, please. But then, like, um, when I was in ninth grade, it was either ninth or tenth grade. I really don't remember. I was in my biology class. And we were watching a video that we had already seen before, and there was literally five minutes left of class where we were watching it. And I was like, "Yeah, fuck it, I'm gonna, I'm gonna, I'm gonna play with my Rubik's cube because I had a Rubik's cube <laughs> on my desk." Teacher came in and mm. took it, and I never got it back. I'm like, "You piece Bruh. of shit!" And now they don't even work at that school, so I can't even do nothing. Bruh, I think about that Rubik's cube every day. I think about that Rubik's cube. <laughs> I, have, I have two Rubik's cubes on my my cube shelf over here to the right. One of them is big, and one of them is small. I remember the one that I got stolen in biology class. Now you're making me want to compulsively solve Rubik's cube, Dylan. Do you, you see what you've done? You gotta do it. You gotta do it. I've done it. Yes, I know how to solve Rubik's cube. Yeah, it's like one of those things where, like, I'm sure, I'm sure if I got punished in high school for arbitrary things, I probably wouldn't have taken any shit either. I'd be like, hey, first of all, no. First of all, shut up. Like I yeah, like to, I like to, pri- I-, I pride myself on a person that doesn't take a whole lot of shit, especially if it's unjust. Mm-hmm. Like even if it was from my own family, like I have a story that I can tell later that kind of perfectly exemplifies that sort of thing. But, but I don't necessarily like when I think of my like quote unquote self punishment. I more so think of like um, like sometimes sometimes um, if I did something I knew I wasn't supposed to do, I would actually kind of preemptively punish myself, and then I would also still take the punishment from my parents because. How are they going to believe that I punished myself? Because I was a kid and, didn't, and I apparently didn't know how to do that. Punished yourself. That that sounds like we're getting into some interesting territory. Yeah, you know, I don't like that you just said that that way. <laughs> Did you pull out the um, rope, Dylan? I do not have any. Pull out, pull out a little whip? I do not have one. Oh, well, you're fucking boring. Damn. Now that I think about it... I have a comically large-sized clown hammer. Oh. The, reward, right, the reward mindset may breed entitlement. Then the punishment mindset may breed anxiety. Yes. That's why you use both. <laughs> That's why you make people extra fucked up and do both. Yeah. Relying on one thing too much will we'll taint it as kind of effectively. Yeah. I think it, I, I think even, maybe even that that just sort of depends because like I feel like most of the reward that I got as a whole was just on the basis that I was a good kid and not for anything in particular. It was just like I was I had sustained good behavior. Well, it, it kind of falls into the same thing, but like I would have sustained good behavior, and so as a result, I'd like get little things here and there every once in a while, rather than just like oh I did good on this, I get this as a result, or I did bad on this. Now, I receive some sort of punishment. But that was just me, at least. I feel like we all grew up in vastly different housing environments, so it's a, definitely yeah. a bit of an interesting thing to say. Like, how did our parents balance the two, and what did they do in one area that they might have liked as a result? 
but yeah, I, I, yeah. Either I mean, e- basically, point is either one of those reinforcement behaviors can breed anxiety or entitlement if you're not doing it properly. Because again, if you're rewarding somebody without telling them why they're being rewarded, they're just they're gonna they're literally gonna animal brain it and just be like, if I do good thing, this will happen. And then you transfer that mindset to other people, and then that causes problems. But on the other hand, if you're just being punished all the time, but you're not being told why, then you, well, well, yeah, because then, then your monkey brain is like, if I do thing, I I will probably be punished for it. So then those people resort to hiding what they're doing, and all this other stuff. Yeah, strict parents don't necessarily produce good kids. They produce kids who are very good at hearing footsteps. Yeah, they're they're they're, sure, they're, they're uh, sneaky kids. they breed That's sneaky what... kids. Yeah, they breed kids who are good at lying. They they do this, that, and whatever. It's kind of like a similar situation. I don't even know if this is a topic we brought up in the past, but it's something we can quickly touch on here, which is like, um, do kids who got spanked? No, we definitely did talk about this. Kids who got spanked are they raised better or worse than kids who aren't? And and all the context behind that, it's like that sort of thing. Like if you're just spanking somebody just because they did something bad, you probably, you should be going to them and being like, I only did that because this is a thing you're doing and you should not be doing it because it's not good, or like you shouldn't be doing this. Like you like you spank your kid because they like touched a hot stove. No, why would you do that? You spank a kid because they hit another kid in class and you're just like, violence is not the solution. So here's some violence. Yeah. So here's some violence. <laughs> This is what you're doing to the other person. That's kind of how my mom described it. Exactly. Yeah, if you if you touch the hot stove, she made you touch the hot stove again. This is your punishment. <laughs> <No>. <laughs> I like, not quite if like you that. You with your finger, she would slam your head into it. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. No, I remember. I remember. There was, I don't even remember what the context behind this was happening. I was in elementary school again. I had my hands in a cup. And I was, I was just like, hey, bro, look at what's inside the cup. And some kid put his head, his hand real close to my, my, or he put, he put his head real close to my hands. So then I kind of just like cupped my hands over his face. And then I like, I like bonked him in his tooth and my hand started bleeding because he had braces on. I don't know uh, why I did it. That's, but I, I was like, like that's on you. I was sometimes like, I was, I was children like, choose violence. <laughs> well, it's also because sometimes kids are stupid. I mean, yes. Or they just, they just like, they just do dumb shit because other people do dumb shit. But let me think. Anything else? Anything else on that mantra? I feel like you know. I, I don't know if it's exactly the same thing, but I bit a kid in middle school, right? <laughs> so, Why did you bite the child? He put his hand over my mouth, and I didn't like that shit one bit. I mean, you know what? That's fair. If he put his hand so there, he deserved it. Yeah. 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 So he kept trying to tell me to shut up, and then he put his hand over my mouth, and then I bit him. And you know. Yeah, I was just thinking, like, would that parent reward the kid for not fighting back because re- realistically you really shouldn't be fighting in school? Or would you punish the kid for putting your hands on another fucking skipped student? I think he got his little ass whooped. Good. Probably, was he black? No, he was white. He probably didn't get whooped then. That's just that. That's just that. End of conversation. Yeah, I'm white. I got fucking whooped. <laughs> well, you're, you're, you're built different. Remember that. No. Okay. <laughs> he will not. 
in fact remember that yeah like one time i think one time in high school i even i think i pretended to like punch a kid in the head or no it was in middle school one time i pretended to punch a kid in the mouth i definitely wasn't actually gonna do it because me and him were cool but then he moved his head too close and i like actually punched him in his tooth and then like my um the skin right around my pinky knuckle started bleeding and me and him were both incredibly embarrassed mm-hmm. nobody went to the principal for that or anything because we both recognized it was an accident but so back to that time someone made me laugh in the lunch hall and i had just taken a big old sip of chalky milk and so uh one of the supervisors thought i did it intentionally and fucking sent me to the principal's office yeah like like um me and the person who i spit on both uh, like told them no that was an accident and they still sent me to the principal's office you spit on someone no, it was not accident. I had chalky milk in my mouth. Attention. Okay. Fuck. Okay. Good. Good. Fuck. Good. Hey, that 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 would have beat your slight <laughs> side tangent. I would have beat your ass. But um, <laughs> accident or not. <laughs> slight side tangent. That makes me think of like the fucking teachers and so on who are like, you shouldn't be wearing such provocative clothes to class oh, or whatever. God. Oh god, we're on this and shit. Oh I no. Hate those teachers. <laughs> and the teacher and the student is actually not wearing stuff that's either that provocative or whatever. But also it's just like, mm, yeah, okay. So you're what you're telling me is that and it's stuff when it's like the the teacher found them distracting. It's like, wait. Wait, you're so you're telling me the teacher found this child distracted and we're punishing the child? Yeah, yeah that's how the teacher distracted. Almost the whole entirety of sc- in, of school punishment revolves around the unhealthy sides of reinforcing a child's behavior. To the point where it actually is the reason we kind of have to have conversations like this sometimes. I have hiccups now. Oh, God. You fool. <clears throat> yeah, we had a... In my middle school and my high school, we had a couple of instances of, of um, teachers and even the principal getting just removed on the basis of, um, well, okay, I had there was a math teacher who got removed from the middle school I used to go to because I'm pretty sure they found him masturbating in the bathroom. And, oh, nice. And, 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 wow. and, and like looking He's at the cheerleaders be. inappropriate, and that was real, real awkward. And then we had. No, I uh, had this science teacher. Oh yeah, sorry. Go ahead. Uh, really quickly. And then we, we had a woodshop teacher who supposedly, like years before I had even started there, like just reached down a girl's shirt to grab her phone because she wasn't supposed to have it on her. And it's like eh, I don't know how he was allowed to teach for that long. And then, uh, the principal of our school, the year that we graduated, got fired because they basically found that he was. He was effectively like racially profiling a black girl and wasn't going to let her graduate despite the fact that there was a couple of other like women around her or a couple of other students around her who were Oh, no. That's not what it was. Oh my god, it's it's a it's a crazy story revolving around racist dance company. Oh my god, let me tell you that later. It was wild. He got fired for that shit. Yeah, understandably. <laughs> Thank you. So you had a science teacher, right? Yeah, I had a, I had a science teacher in my middle school who apparently got caught at looking at a few students' butts, and that shit was nasty. Also, got caught watching porn in the middle of class That's because he has like this uh this trophy case behind him, and it's glass. And if you didn't know, <laughs> sometimes glass is reflective. So, so Bruh. so he's watching porn on his computer, and it bounced off the glass, and then the students reported him for it. He never got fired. You remember the and video apparently, of the students who called out? Apparently, he talked to the students. 
Now, apparently he talked to the students and he was like, what I do in my personal time is not. It, it, it's it's not your business. That's personal disgusting. Time, he's but it's on the not clock. his You're on the clock. Time. Yeah, it's literally the, the the video of the teacher getting exposed for that same thing. Remember the one that circulated yeah. a couple of years ago? It was the exact same oh, situation. Yeah. He got caught, and he was like, and he was getting mad at the students. He was just like, he was like, you're you're being like irresponsible. Like what I do on my time is none of your business or whatever. And it's like, well, you're you're still on school time. Yeah, yeah. Like you, you, hey, this isn't your time. This is school. You guys Thank know you. That's what I'm talking right. about. Let me, let me see if I can find it. I don't know what you're talking about, but that just makes me upset. Yeah, mo most, of, most of the students kind of knew you. Yeah, you can just tell. <laughs> Something about how he was just like drooling over the fucking cheerleaders. <laughs> Jesus fucking Christ. <laughs> there are some teachers who are, I'm just like, oh my. Do you remember. Uh, do you remember the biology biology teacher, the weird one at our school? Yeah, uh, I didn't ever hear anything of substance though. I always heard, "Oh, he's creepy," but like, uh, there, I never there, heard there, any there of those the, stories. There was the time he brought in his wife's breast milk for us to. Ooh, that in, that for... lab had multiple types of breast milk. People were so thrown off by the fact he had his wife's breast milk when we had like camel milk. Like what? Yeah, <laughs> oh, man. that always pissed me off. Like he brought that... his wife's milk. I I, maybe my household was weird. In context, but it wasn't unusual to have bags of milk in the fridge or freezer. That wasn't something unusual. Well, no, what, I think what it's made it weird the was wife. the fact that it's like he told us after the lab, and it it just stuck out as so weird. Y'all are just sensitive. I mean, fuck, I, if I could play with some chitty milk, I wouldn't be mad. And I heard some people be like, oh, he took a girl into a closet one time. And then I heard the full story, which was, the full story was this. He got something, he got this, like, sample, I don't know if it was algae or something, that was glow-in-the-dark. So he offered to the whole class that they go into the, like, hey, who wants to come look at the glow-in-the-dark algae? The closet's dark enough, you know? And apparently, like, only one person took his offer. They were in there for, like, a minute and people were like oh no I'll gotta gotta be sussy and i'm like he's kind of weird yeah but i've never yeah, seen no, him do I, I anything actually inappropriate i didn't think he taught anything i found the breast milk thing weird and it made me uncomfortable but i was just more like do you remember that one weird fucking bio teacher we had yeah because i don't think he i i think he was genuinely a good person if if I was to be concerned about say uh someone being a fucking pervert, it would definitely be uh the football coach who needed who also had to teach like some basic classes to justify being there. Oh, I feel like everybody you know, had that one really creepy PE um, team. I encountered him a few times at the gym. Uh, one time when I was like going to get ready to run cross country, he nearly like grabbed and threw me into the fucking football team. Because he's like, because he's like, hey, you, what are you doing here after school? And I'm like, uh, cross country. He's like, you look Damn, like you'd be better you built for football. And I'm like, uh, <laughs> help. Thank you. I'll be good. <laughs> You're just built different. You should look into football. And I'm like, uh, no, thank you. <laughs> no, I'm good. Yeah, no, thank you. No, thank you, sir. I appreciate that, but no, thank you. I'm good. You know, uh, I think I'm just doing it. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. yeah I've seen but, Which I, I just, I found it funny, but also just like, uh, help. <laughs> help. Somebody. I need an adult. 
And like, he is One of my favorite things now is when someone's like, I need an adult, uh, just right, I am an adult. Yeah, <laughs> I if, need anybody, an adult. if anybody like, in our I group says adult. that, we're like, yeah, we are the adults. Like, like when Ty says that, like we're the adults. Uh, we, we started school, tangenting. School because... punishment. Yeah, yeah point is, yeah. long story short, school punishment is absolutely the worst form of, uh, of behavioral modification known to mankind. I'm not sure that is the worst form. Well, not actually, we but, you know, the like... most societally understood. Oh, yeah, because I brought up biting a kid. Yeah, okay. <laughs> yeah, because you brought up biting a kid, and I brought up punching a kid in the face with an accident, and then... <laughs> anyways, anyways. Um... Here's a funny story. Despite how much we like to talk about monkeys in this, both on the podcast and not, we've never talked about monkeys on the podcast. So now it's time for Dakota to ask us the question about monkeys. So I only have one set of pre-information, and this is something I found interesting. And this is that baboons have been shown to get depressed and have anger issues and anxiety when they aren't like the alpha of yeah. their pack or the leader um, due to like the high stress environment. <laughs> kind of. <laughs> due to the high stress environment. Um, but my question for you is how similar or different do you think we really or I guess specifically how different do you really think we are in comparison to other animals like uh, dolphins who also are really smart as us, other primates who are very dolphins. similar to us. I hate dolphins so much. Dolphins, I, dolphins are great. This is a they dolphin hate group. A little dolphins bit. are actively rapists. So, I thought you were going to say racists. I was like, no. Oh, they are. No, they, also, they are also racists. No. They, will hunt they will hunt down and bully the shit out of different colored dolphins and different pattern dolphins. Oh, I thought... <laughs> they will. <laughs> like, <Dolph>. actually. <laughs> so, what's so bad about them? <laughs> <laughs> I think you of all people would know. No, no idea what you're talking about. No, <laughs> okay. He's the racist one. What are we talking about? Here? He's the racist one. I see. Hmm. Come on now. It's not moving. No, I just believe that. No, I'm kidding. <laughs> well, can't win them all, I guess. Um, let me think. But yeah, no, sorry. Continue. I I just had to make. <laughs> Well, that's voice the, my that's avid the, I mean, distaste for dolphins. I mean, that's just the question. I mean, it's a fair distaste, but no, yeah. that's like that's like the question. Like how? And that's another thing. Like you're right, behaviors in dolphins, like rape and racism, like rape. things that you know. I think a lot of people thought weren't necessarily the case for animals. Um, are so how different do you guys think we are? What are we actually that different, or is that just some bullshit because we're egotistical humans? Well, I'm glad you brought up the thing because I was gonna say it's real. Like the the <laughs> literally the only example I can think of to justify my own side, which is that not nearly as different as everybody likes to see, make it out to be, because there's only one thing I can think of off the top of my head that kind of differentiates them. And even then, I don't exactly know what it always means in certain contexts. And animals may be able to exhibit certain traits. And the point is, so like. I saw a thing once that was like, how how are y'all like gonna be homophobic and say that it's like God's wish as if God literally doesn't have like homosexual animals on the face of this planet? Mm -hmm. Like gay animals gay. are a real thing. 
Um, yeah, bonobos are really known for it. For other primates, bonobos are like really, really, really gay. But that's also because whenever they meet, they kind of just whenever groups of them meet, they kind of just fuck. Um, so and it's, it's like they say hello. It's group bonding. Like literally, I, it is just like how they did. In the I, that is times. exactly how they say hello. Okay, but just like that. they don't. It, gender <laughs> is irrelevant in those situations. <laughs> yeah, literally. Or like that would that would be a oh, man. that would definitely be a how do you do? <laughs> how do you do? <laughs> well, like, this, is, this is this is something that uh, I literally... haven't seen you in a while. Time time pants explode off. <laughs> no, well, mm. this is like this is like something that I like actually brought up with Variant a couple days ago. I think I think I was actually at work. I really don't know. God. Um, and I was like, the gay frogs, the Alex Jones remix. No. I was okay. talking with Varian about this a couple of days ago, and I was like, dude, we need to examine parakeets more, or parrots, because, like, that's an animal that just, like, straight up just, like, talks. And I think that's they crazy. They mimic noises. They mimic noises. Well, they it's mimic noises. Like... It sounds enough like talking that I'm going to use it as a point. Fair enough. Uh, Which actually is kind of interesting to me, because if we can train monkeys to understand sign language, do you not, think eventually we could train really. parrots to... like? They they understand it to a degree, but they don't speak really with it. It's not a. I mean, orangutans are actually pretty good at it. Right? No, there have been monkeys. You know, Coco. Orangutans are like particularly good at learning sign language. Like, yeah, Coco was a good example of that. Hmm. Or like, um. Oh, that's another cool fact. Monkeys speak like different languages, I guess you call it, but in like uh, the, um, in a lot of, I guess, Africa and Asia, they um know each other's calls and then will tell the rest of their group using their own call. So they like have direct translations for that. Yo, bro, monkeys got Google I think Translate. That's really, I think it's really interesting as well. And that's kind of why I'm on the side of like, we're not as different as we really think. We're just like, quite a while like quite a ways away in like evolution are you but like the me, basics are there are you telling me we are on the verge of returning to monkey no damn it returning to monkey no monkey is more likely to return to us <laughs> monkeys would have to meet a number of very specific and very interesting criteria to become us yeah human or I'll, I'll say sapient. Let's put it sapient. Yeah. Right? Because they, they are sentient. Animals are sentient, but they aren't sapient, right. which is possessing of a human level of intelligence. Right, yeah. Or, which that almost could, you could even almost argue that, like, the fact that it specifically does say human level of intelligence implies that, like, we tend to put ourselves above them in that regard, even for, if it is for good reason. But, like, a part that I think about is, like, because, like, um, well, it's just, just the the idea of critical thinking. You know, on this podcast, we love to talk about critical thinking a lot and how nobody knows how to do it. Yes. Like, I feel like I know what critical thinking means when I use it as an example for why people should be should know more about things and why people should stop being idiots. But then when it comes down to trying to use it as a means for why we're different as opposed to monkeys in that regard, I can't. Or... Hell, if if we are looking at intelligence being one of the main things, right? What about uh, corvids? Corvids are really intelligent. I have no yeah, they're incredibly intelligent. Crows, 
Magpies. Yeah, that's another interesting species. Crows have like trials where they like will get Total in a drama circle. Island with crows. They they are actual crows are actually incredibly intelligent. Ants are too, actually. Ants are, Mine, the, the what the the minor offenses committee targets noisy corvids. What? Okay. Cool. Why do people not like these guys? Well, like what, like Corvids? I don't know, yeah, like I'm seeing a lot of news articles that are talking about them being good. And then there's a couple that are about them, about like the... I mean, there's the magpies that literally body Australians, but... Yeah, that yeah, that's reasonable. Also yeah, the fact then... that they will teach... If you befend, befriend a Corvid, odds are you're befriending an entire bloodline. Nice. Like they will teach their their uh, babies about they look you. They like they'd be friends. I, I want. It's crazy. Apparently, they can communicate faces like that. It's so crazy. Yeah, they can. Damn. It, it it's insane. Don't don't try and piss off a Corvid because if you do, you you go have their whole gang pull it up on you. <laughs> what you gonna do? I'll pull up to your crib with a whole flock of Corvids. Yeah. I think they also are on site with owls, which I think is hilarious. <laughs> Dude, oh yeah, I've been talking a lot of shit on owls lately. I don't know what it is. It's like, like, um, like my internet mother owls sent me a photo. My, my, my internet mother sent me just like a photo of an owl walking, and they were like, "What? Why is it walking like that?" <laughs> <laughs> no, like, okay, I think in the grand scheme of things, the only thing that I can think of that would potentially separate us is just the amount of time we have existed. Mm-hmm. Well, no, 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 because they've they've been like, if monkey evolve into human, why monkey still monkey? Oh, that's because it's not how that works. Yeah. Right. Which okay. I always hate that, that thing where it's like, how come we don't see any of our human ancestors still alive? Well, that's, that's not how evolution works. The whole point of evolution is that you diverge from the rest, and they go their own way, evolving a different way, and you go your separate way. Yeah. So to say, like, oh, we don't see any of our in-between stages still alive is stupid because you know, dip. We That's evolved. How evolution works. <laughs> yeah, it's it's like a it's like how dinosaurs basically evolved into chickens. Or there's like a, there's like a very specific, like dinosaur-esque thing of like which one of them evolved into like a, one of them evolved into like an ostrich and the other one evolved into like an alligator or some shit. It's like most of it comes down to like the environment that they're around. That's why. Fun fact. That's why Australia is full to, is a home to hell demons, because it's yes. so it's so separated from everything else that would try that would help it sort of quote unquote. Oh, yeah, no, that's why marsupials normal. evolved and survived there because yeah. they didn't have to com- compete with other mammals. Right, but so. then it's also why you know like those those spiders that are as big as someone's chest exist. And like how a lot of things look like evolved versions of sea creatures because Australia is. You know, kind of surrounded by a lot more water than yep. most other places. <laughs> but like, it's interesting to think that the potentially only things that could separate us from them is how, like, is just the amount of time we've how how long this like quote unquote strand of us has existed. Like, it is very potentially theoretically possible that like something could. I don't necessarily think that. I don't necessarily think that like we are um what's the word I'm looking for here? Just completely 
like not different because we are right now the only creature who's evolved to, to this extent, I guess, to like intelligence specifically. Right. But I'm just saying, I think it's definitely possible that, you know, in the thousands of years it t- took us to do so, another creature might be able to do the same. Yeah. I'm not, I'm not going to put money on what that creature is, but I don't want to find out, but yeah, it's like, it, it's like it's like a really really long 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 scale version of like watching a, a baby grow up to be an adult we're like yeah right now there's animals that exist that do sort of mimic what we do like how a child would it's potentially possible that if you get enough of them that over time honestly i could, could see corvids achieving sapience potentially before other primates i want corvids to evolve to be able to speak like humans so that i can have a demon slayer crow by my side (laughs) that's the only reason that's literally because imagine how cool that would be or like what like what if i had like a a little sparrow the the sparrow didn't talk it just tweeted you get what i'm getting at (laughs) that's okay but yeah and another interesting thing, there's apparently this, this, this... with Twitter. <laughs> <laughs> Yo, fuck owls. <laughs> Me and my homies hate owls. Literally, no, they're nice. I like them, but almost in like the opposite direction. Um, there's a par- there's there's a par- there's a paradox that I feel like if anybody here has heard of it, it would have been variant. But it, it's this idea that, like scientifically speaking there there has to exist extraterrestrial life especially on the basis that the universe oh, is apparently oh, constantly t- expanding is but, it the fermi paradox no, yeah the fermi the, yeah the fermi paradox the, or idea the great that, barrier yeah the, yeah the fermi paradox is the idea that basically interstellar life has to exist however most societies and civilizations tend to collapse upon themselves before they get to the point of being able to travel to find them so who knows maybe one day because what watch what if there's an alien podcast going on right now and they're asking the same question i mean it's possible it is very much possible i mean the universe is infinitely expanding who's to say well supposedly i don't know things are crazy crazy nowadays when you get to when you get to stuff on that uh big of a scale yeah then then it gets crazy and now we just now we just sound like we're crazy some of us. Maybe we are crazy. Yeah, maybe. But in the in the grand scheme of things, I think right now we are still relatively different from them on that basis of the you know the, the quote unquote human intelligence or whatever. But who's to say? Mm-hmm. In in due time, the in due time being thousands of years, we may we may have a different answer to that question if we're still alive. Which thousands we won't be. to millions of years. That's another thing. A lot yeah, of scientists determined like the difference is like the use of tools, but. Uh, well, yeah. Strangely enough, there's a lot of animals. Plenty of other, tools. yeah, there are plenty of other um, primates that use tools. Chimpanzees, um, I forget the name of these monkeys, but they basically just have big, hollowed, slightly hollowed rocks that that they end up putting other smaller rocks into, and then they put. They dry out palm these like palm nuts over multiple days, and end up using the big rocks, putting them in the big rocks, and then using the small rocks in order to crack them open, which actually takes a lot of like skill and training. 
yeah and like quote unquote problem solving if you will yeah and the and the fact that they have that like the forethought to do that the forethought to take this take this process takes like a week they have to peel the nut let it sit on the floor until it's dry like that means they have to wait for inclement weather they pick it up they knock it against something to test to see if it's dry or not dry enough and then they end up then then they get it to the rock and then they crack it open and it's like kind of what it's kind to be quite frank it's a lot of work for something that isn't that good like it's not that much food it's not that useful yeah and i would almost even even just from that baseline explanation i would almost even say that like a, a part of that comes down to like because it takes so long you would almost think its animal brain would no longer care about it for that long yeah but it has that forethought yeah, and yeah. it does take that and that's that's why i think it's really interesting to think that like tools planning like that's literally like meal planning they are planning what they're going to be eating a few days from now they do that better than i do at my house goddamn <laughs> granted it's just nut but nut but that's a lot of work for nut yeah mm. don't make that noise wait what <laughs> you know exactly what you did. <laughs> do not play. Do not play cutesy with me. I was trying to think of another example that kind of stemmed from the same thing, like you, the use of tools. Chimpanzees use like but they basically go hunting for a different kind of not the chicken primate. thing again. <laughs> They, they go hunting for different kinds of primates using a, like a sharpened spear. Uh oh, monkey gained weapon. Yeah, one they, day, they one know, day monkey they will like go to look for holes in trees because I think the marmosets live in them, and then they just like literally just like shove it in there as quick as possible so the marmoset doesn't have time to react or leave. Executed, if you will. Yeah, like literally. Wow, impressive. And so you know that's like. All these things that we used to think makes us unique just like aren't really They're slowly being kind of torn down. And when I say slowly, yeah. I mean very, very slowly. <laughs> Depending on what specifically you're looking at. But like I'm trying to think of like at what point in time does the human brain develop to get to a level like this, to get to a point of Yeah. Well humans I mean, like human it's more that humans managed to evolve the way we did because of a number of factors including just kind of how we're constructed our ability to throw shit is part of why we evolved to be what we are in the first place our mm -hmm. um ability to sweat is part of how <laughs> is part of what made us a dominant species and things like that that is a good point cuz yeah that's that yeah that is a thing that's interesting to consider is like it's not necessarily like because I, cause I think about a similar sort of concept when it comes to certain things, but it's like, it's not like the human brain developed in us by chance. It's that we are only here as a result of it happening and that it could have happened to anything. Well, mm -hmm. it, it, it's not only like it, we developed, uh, I don't want to say symbiotic relationships, but um, simultaneously beneficial relationships with other animals as well while we were going we learned mm. how to cultivate we learned how to get more nutrients out of our food 
And as a result, we gained the benefit of having... Um, we basically gained the benefit of being able to be born with larger brains and evolve larger brains because we could support the amount of energy to develop them. Right, right, yeah. But it's like um I don't I don't think there's like any sort of concept for this, but I I remember I I I, I see the thing a lot where it's like, man, how lucky were we to be on like just the the right planet in terms of distance away from the sun that like we're not you know, literally scorching to death. And it's like, well, no, that's not necessarily a coincidence. It's that like the planet earth is just in the perfect spot to be habitable by life. Yeah. And theoretically, if any other planet was in the same space as ours, that it probably would have lent it, lended it's well, not any, but you know, any solid planet would have lended itself to the same thing anyways. And like, obviously there's no real telling what happened before the existence of people. <laughs> Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. and so it's just like it's not like it's not like planet earth by chance happened to be a habitable a habitable planet it's that a planet was going to become habitable period probably right i don't know if that, i don't know if that's how that works it's not like like it's i mean i guess technically if it's like if you consider the universe the, the the expansion of the universe to be like an mm-hmm. rng sort of thing then theoretically there would have been a planet that would have become habitable and and the same sort of thing could have occurred where it's not nothing happened by chance it's just all the right set of circumstances were going to happen it's just about when or who they were going to happen to that caused it to happen and that's that same kind of thing can sort of apply here and then eventually all of that happened and, yeah, and, think now, about here, it. and now here we are on a podcast proving that we have evolved don't know what we're talking about. There's this yeah. type of bird that's basically is about as like like really close to intelligence as us as well. But instead of like doing like the whole Corvid thing where they're like kind of brooding attack owls on site smart, they're more like, I'm going to fuck with you in every way I possibly can. They like intentionally fuck with all manner of animals, especially humans, you know? They'll like go into houses, they'll, like, untie people's shoes, they'll <laughs> create a distraction and then run and, like, snatch a fry out of it. They'll dance at you and then have someone else, like, fly behind you and fucking puck, peck at your shirt. Like, not hard, but, like, in a jokey man. Like, they are just, they are, like, pranksters, and I think that's amazing. What do they fall I think in the D&D alignment chart? Please, I need to learn. That is chaotic neutral. <laughs> I know y'all seen that donkey getting happy that that dog got shocked. <laughs> Donkeys what? are fucking vicious. Assholes. Donkeys are actually one of the few like horse-like creatures that are not herd animals. They they are like solitary. That's why they're assholes. Wow. Zebras are also more closely related to donkeys, and that's and why we did are not. Assholes. Yeah, that is why we did not domesticate zebras. Zebras are also assholes. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Zebras are assholes. Why no we didn't domesticate them? Impressive. I, I just can't. I, I just random thing. This is something that's probably gonna get cut. What? How? How long are we in now? One fifty. Okay. I just we hear about a random fucker that that accidentally mistook a, a zebra for a horse and found out. <laughs> Wait, what? 
Huh? What did you say? I just want to. I just want to know the fucker who like found out about a zebra, thinking that it was a horse. Like they thought, oh, okay, we can ride horses. This thing is just a striped oh, horse. No. <laughs> oh no. Yeah, literally. Imagine, imagine how much fucking around and finding out people of that time had to do. <laughs> <laughs> it's like, so, um, who was the first person that was like hmm, maybe i can climb this it's like it's like imagine how dumbs founded the first person to discover an egg was and they probably just watched like a snake do it like a snake or a bear like they they go after eggs maybe that, that, that makes sense actually because because i was listening it's kind of like people are like out how to eat a lobster yeah, See, that fuck? one is probably interesting. But, like, when it comes to, like, <laughs> honey and, like, fruits and people are like, how do people know which ones are poison and stuff? They probably just watch, like, a bear. Yeah, or, yeah. yeah. A lot of people, people dumb people. idea to eat a fucking crab. Just, like, I don't care what it takes, I'm going to eat this little fuck. Yeah, they, they, <laughs> they, they, you know, someone got pinched. It was like, I'm going to fucking I'm, eat you. Give me you the crab. Not me. No, like, I imagine Clearly they saw... I imagine they saw the hierarchy. <laughs> no, bro, I imagine they saw a spider first, and they saw, like, the deadly effects of certain spiders. And then they saw this fucking big-ass sea spider, and they were like, hmm. <laughs> so, something's off about this one. It came from the water and shit. Why is it so fucking big? <laughs> big no dude i'm a I, i'm a i'm a real big fan of the idea of the problem solving gene because it really like brings into question a lot of stuff like that or it really kind of might even help give context to certain things about how like 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 the monkey that cracks the nuts with the with the rock does that have the problem solving gene of being like i can't eat this nut on its own I mean, basically, yeah, and there's, like, a lot of situations in which that kind of stuff will happen. Yeah. They also have, like, dedicated watches. Different different monkeys. This is, like, primates in general. A lot of monkeys will have, like, watch groups in more dangerous areas and then, like, feeding groups and then they trade. And there's, like, an actual sense of, like, trust that's built there because if you aren't watching and you, like, doze off and then one of the monkeys gets eaten, you will then not have that same support you will not have a watch you'll basically have to do it on your own and there's also a sense of guilt which isn't common in a lot of animals That's guilt isn't isn't impressive. something that a lot of animals necessarily feel there's like i guess remorse or like scared or fear but not like genuine like oh shit i fucked up this is my fault yeah because guilt yeah. is not necessarily a largely beneficial evolutionary trait unless you're a pack or a pack exactly animal yeah, a quote unquote. Uh, and animal. an intelligent one at that. Zebras don't give a fuck. They will murk other zebras if they need to. Yeah. Just or other small animals. And it seems like that oh, might even be also, animals that are this around is, humans. This is kind of the darker side of things, but a lot of our closest like primates, like genetically, um a lot of them, most of their pregnancies happen through rape, which is kind of yep. sad. Like orangutans, it's like fifty percent. Well, you know. That's, uh, but baboons aren't. I was shocked. Using baboons as aggressive little shits would be like really rapey, but they're not. It's like really consensual. Like they was, they, really they go out sentence. of their way. They go out of their way to like try to look favorable to the females. Wow. Like they will watch their children. They will fucking. Civilly chivalrous baboon. Yeah, dude. <laughs> 
They will like watch the moon. You can't even use that as an insult anymore. They will try to like, you know, groom much like you would like, you know, try to, I guess. Just put them in the mood. Yeah. Well, not even that, but like it's to develop trust. It's like the same way that you'd give your friend a hug or like your friend's like, oh, I have an itch on my back. Can you scratch it for me? It's like that kind of scratch my friend's back so I can fuck them. What? Yes. See? Yeah. I get it. Exactly. Exactly. On a lighter note, you know the monkey that pays for the pizza and he has the and he has the uh, the Letterman jacket on. What about him? Isn't that a chimpanzee? I don't know. Probably, I would be terrified probably. if I saw a chimpanzee in the wild. Chim- they will fuck their shit up. Yeah. Well, this, this, like, no, this wasn't in a wild. This was a, this this wasn't in the wild. This is at like a college dorm. <laughs> if I saw it at a college dorm, I'd be very. Te- I would arguably be more scared. I'm I'm gonna see if I can I don't find the know about that man. Frat boys versus a chimpanzee. I mean, the chimpanzee will win. The chimpanzee is basic. Chimpanzees so, are okay, basic. You don't understand. The video is in chat. Look at it. Frat boys. No, no, <laughs> you don't understand chimpanzees. They're one of the few animals in zoos that are shoot on sight if they break out. Like not even tigers are shoot on sight. So are frat boys. <laughs> <laughs> or they should be. <laughs> no, look at this video. Dude, this this monkey got the Letterman jacket on. He probably got some jeans and some yeah, shoes on, I think. He's paying for a pizza. That's the pr- that that is the prime evolution of monkey. The man's just that man's just like, uh fear. Yeah, like like he was chimpanzees are so terrifying. Spooks, it might be a bonobo. Bonobos and chimpanzees look pretty similar, but chimpanzees are bigger. It looked. It didn't look like a, the size of a chimp. <laughs> that was smaller. Yeah, chimps are like big. Five, <laughs> like five six ish. He looked maybe four foot. Oh, it was probably a bonobo then. That's so funny. A big one, what? granted, probably a bonobo. Or it might have been a female. Females aren't as aggressive. I don't know why that's so. That's so amusing to me. Yeah, chimpanzees are probably like five really foot six. Aggressive. Male primate, yeah. Did you? Oh, oh! This is something really cool that I was. I want to know if there are any more examples of this. But orangutans don't grow those little face flaps until they are the leader of of a like until they are like the dominant one. Like That's it's not a, like a puberty thing. It's only if they become dominant. He got a new, he got a new skin for reaching max prestige. It's it's really interesting. Like, and I want to know if there are other animals that have that behavior. Like, I mean, what other are, is that a behavior? There are like clownfish that? that naturally turn female. Do the need were... right? Hmm? Yeah. Like, do like necessity? Like, there yeah. aren't any in the area. Yeah. Pretty much. Which is like like embarrassing. Like, imagine imagine one clownfish doesn't communicate with the other one in time, and they both turn female. Yeah. <laughs> just, it, it's just weird. That's what gay now, huh? <laughs> <laughs> gay fan. I'm also, I'm also curious. I don't exactly think that this is how this works because I'm dumb as hell. But like, I wonder if as technology advances, if that further like exponentiates the level at which monkey become human. I mean, it kind of does. Not confused actually. with Detroit become human. It, it kind of does. There's, there's a different version. There's a different monkey different monkey that basically they sustain off of like really poisonous leaves um so they kind of like are kind of lazy because like the leaf they, they can digest it and they can handle the poison but it's like really heavy on the metabolism oh yeah, yeah. there's this but these monkeys basically saw humans 
and learned that if you eat charcoal with it, the charcoal helps to basically make the process faster of metabolizing the poison. So now those monkeys compared to their similar, like to others in a different area, have more free time to learn and be, to learn and develop. Interesting. So yeah. it's, it's like not quite ko- koalas fucking need to get patched out of nature, man. I'm sorry. <laughs> they need to be patched out. They're useless. They're not good at anything. Rework koalas or remove them from the next patch. Koalas' yeah. only energy source is something poisonous to them. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Uh, that they can't even naturally digest, so they need to get the gut bacteria from somewhere when they're a little baby. We're not going into that right now. Yeah. Um, and then... Leave your koala bear rework ideas in the comments. <laughs> Literally just... Evolution. It, it's, it's also like me looking at pandas. People. Pandas are so cute. They need to keep being here. And I'm like, they they actively suck at everything they do. <laughs> they Their do. stats are just bad. They can't even sex well. Oh, <laughs> then what's the point? There's a they're lot like of so lazy that, that they don't, do don't that either. <laughs> yeah, that's oh, that's embarrassing. Pandas do not get hoes. Yeah, no. on God, you heard Next. it on this podcast. Pandas do not get hoes. That's gonna be the that's gonna be the episode name. Oh, no. It's official. <laughs> Hell, that might even be the wait a minute. <laughs> okay. Any regardless, um, th- there's a number of animals that just kind of suck. And it's like we're saving them from extinction, and because of human they just nature. don't want to be saved. <laughs> they are actively fighting against themselves. Yeah, literally. Like koalas um, are also assholes. Yeah. Yes. <laughs> yeah, koalas exist on the face of this planet despite being useless because human. And you know, nature there's wants a bunch of there. like hippos right now, and I think somewhere in South America, that a town is actively like trying to not have hunted down or put down. Because they're like, oh, they they bring in so much tourism, and we like them. And I'm like, oh my god, if those hippos go unchecked, the entire town is gone. Population is dying. The, not only is the entire population there dying, the entire ecosystem is just destroyed. Hippos are crazy. Hippos yeah. cause more deaths than like every other dangerous animal in Africa combined. <laughs> Yeah, dude, hippos got too far into the late game and they can't be stopped. Like, dude, hip, baby hippos are big. Chew on a fucking mm. crocodile, and the crocodile won't do shit because it can't. He knows. Well, it knows it'll get beat back. the fuck up if it does anything to that kid. Yeah, dude, yeah, crocodiles are funny, man. Like, I don't know what it is like, about them. Also, like whales exist. Hippos. What if I just keep the legs? Congratulations, you are now. Arguably the most dangerous animal on earth. Not oh, they are. They're like. They're like certainly. They're like almost certainly the most deadly. Like they, their, their kill count is fucking crazy, man. Everyone freaking out about crocs and sharks, and I'm like, I just don't want to fucking see a hippo. If I see a hippo, I will actively explode. I wonder what hippo tastes like. You. See, this is the evolutionary trait that we don't need. <laughs> <laughs> Wondering what a hippo tastes like, because that's how you fucking die. Yeah, dude, literally. 
But hold on, but like you can compare the the monkey poison leaf thing to like humans with pep with like hot plants. Kind of. Oh kind my god, of. us. Hmm. <laughs> burn bush tastes good. Yum. <laughs> but yeah, bur uh, pain. The f but yeah, burn burn bush hurt. And now we have like weaponized burn bush. <laughs> How did we weaponize a? Jesus Christ. Like it it. Evolution is the fucking wildest thing ever. Like straight up, the the burn bush might be the most fascinating case of evolutionary things. I would disagree in my personal with opinion. That. Just because I'm more interested in the co-evolution of like dogs and humans. Yeah, that's humans that's also would not good. have evolved the way we did without dogs or other things, and and like vice versa, or yeah. other animals that we have raised and domesticated. Yeah, that's why the, there's like the whole thing Which about like how a you dog can argue can feel for better guilt. or worse. In the case of dogs, you can argue for better or worse. That's yeah. because people were like, hmm, what if we had designer dogs, which is why we also can't have fucking genetics because we're going to have designer babies and we're it's going to be a problem. And then we're going to have a Hitler complex. Hell, it, hell, if you want, you could make an argument for like the designer baby thing as an example of like fucking China and its one kid policy for a while. And now they're fucking dying out because they their entire population is basically male. Yeah. And also like old as shit. Yeah. Yeah. Male old as shit, and their children are having to take care of them. It's, but so the children don't want to fucking have kids of their own because that's so much work and commitment, and everything's so fucking expensive for them. It's just eh. yeah. But that comes next time on the podcast, not this one. Oh boy, we don't got time to talk about China and their problematic children <laughs> policy. I think we've had enough of monkey. The, the, okay, hold on. No, can I say the amount? Like, I know, I know, Dakota did this for his anthropology class, but the amount that you know about monkey is fascinating. I, I literally watched an entire documentary on it like a week ago. Nice. <laughs> like, but damn. also, my my anthropology class is has a focus on primates too, so it's not like, oh. <laughs> yeah. You are just so going it, out of your way to look at monkeys. Your class was like, no, you will study monkeys. <laughs> exactly. Like it was at first, it was a joke, but now it's just it's not a joke anymore. I don't think it's a joke anymore. You'd, you'd be like, you're like, hey, this monkey does this thing, and we'll be like, oh, here's the societal implications of like a bunch of other things or evolutionary thing, and maybe like, oh, and also, yeah, there's this monkey. I'm like, oh, damn, that's cool, that's crazy. Start talking about that for a little bit. Oh, hey guys, did you? There's also this monkey that does this thing. And we're like, damn, bro, this, wow, whoa, and then you're like, but, but there's this monkey. We're all like, <laughs> it's crazy. We were quite easily entertained. We're quite easily entertained, especially mm, when talking monkey. about monkey. Monkey is just monkey. But I, but I, that also might actually be a reason why, like, the monkey <laughs> memes are so popular is because it's actually, like, monkeys doing things that people don't expect them to be doing. It's like what the dog doing, except nothing mundane. <laughs> yeah, literally. It's the monkey order. It's the monkey paying for the pizza at the college dorm, and it's like, what? What the monkey doing? Some people would, tie the, some people would uh, like, chalk that up to, like, a circus act, and I'm just like, nah, dude, that's... I mean, monkeys, crows, rats have all been able to learn how to use currency. Oh, oh, monkey! Like money. they can and will, and they will like save for items that they particularly want. Banana coin, or and they also uh, trade sexual favors for money. Well, yes, yes. but people do that too, so we'll give them a pass. I mean, on that yes, one. but I'm just I'm just pointing out. It's called friends with benefits. <laughs>
Jesus it's Christ. It's called making that bag. Yeah, get in the bag. Monkeys be getting the bag. But I don't know why. I just think the idea of like a like a monkey with a little piggy bank is funny. <laughs> He's saving up his banana coin. Oh, man. I don't know how this keeps happening, but we keep ending up going for two hours only talking about two topics. Although, I guess to be fair, this one, it was talking a lot about monkey and like a bunch we of other things. We talk about a lot of monkey. stuff. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I, well, no, hold on. That, that was three topics. I can't count. I'm sorry. Um, we're getting a little bit better. Wow. But um, unfortunately, I don't have Peter here to plug my podcast for me. He's my sweet little podcast plugging man. Yeah. So I'm going to do it this time. So. That's too bad. Yeah, that is yeah. too bad. Well, you know, you made the conscious just, decision just to sit here for it. What? Just clip him over it. Yeah, I'll just, I'll, I'll just like go to him and be like, record hey, it after the fact. Yeah. No, no, no. no. Uh, congratulations. You just spent two hours every day listening to people talk about monkeys. And uh, once again, potentially how to raise your kids, even though none of us have kids. And also, Are we not doing the last how, topic? Uh, no. Oh, okay. It's that 9 o'clock, and I, I think we all want to have time to do other things. I have homework I need to do. Yeah, he has homework, yes. Yeah. But 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 it's impressive that they managed. you guys managed to spend two hours of your day being here with me, and it's impressive that all of you listening spent two hours of your day listening to us talk about monkeys and being a parent, even though none of us are, are actually qualified to be talking about being a parent. And also the fact uh, that I don't sure. know, man. I kind of raised my siblings. <laughs> Unironically. You know okay, you know what? I'll, I'll accept that. I'll accept that. Um, I th- I think in the grand scheme of things, like of the people in this group, other than like Ty and like one other person, I'm actually like the few people that is exclusively like the younger sibling. So I guess I shouldn't really be doing all We're that. We're the few people. Damn. You're a few people. I mean, there's only He's, a couple. I'll talk about yourself like that. There's, there's, there's people that a trench coat. Yeah, yeah, Help. yeah. How do you think I'm so? No, tall? no. There's a couple of people in our group who grew up to, to be the younger siblings. But I'm like one of those couple of yeah, people who was like exclusively the I'm younger sorry. sibling. But, um, and then also how unless you're a unless you're an astrophysicist or what did we say? Uh, nuclear. Uh, yeah, nuclear, nuclear physicist. A nuclear physicist. It's definitely more important for you to be a likable person than for you to be super duper absolutely ultra educated in what you're talking about. And, and, and whatever but uh, but obviously we know you guys were here for the monkeys so we we appreciate you listening for for like an hour about talking Mom. about monkeys yeah <laughs> we appreciate you guys listening for us talking, talking about monkeys um wherever you're listening to this right now be it apple music be it bitch be it apple podcasts be it um google podcasts be it spotify podcasts be it on youtube be it on the anchor app be it on wherever uh give us uh, give us a review if you're in, if you if you like what we're listening to here if you like what you're listening to, we're not listening to anything except for each other. Um, if you don't, I'll find you. And yeah, he'll um, yeah, yeah. That that's your that's your punishment for not sharing the podcast. Is he'll find you. <laughs> and <he'll... laughs> no, 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 no. He'll find but, you, you know. and that's it. <laughs> yeah, he'll just find you, and he'll be like, you know. not gonna do I'll anything do, about it. No, I'll do as the United Nation does, and just observe. And just I might observe. Put economic sanctions on you. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. No, no, you know, leave a review wherever you're at if you like what you're listening to. Share it with the folks who you hold nearest and dearest to your heart if you think they'd be interested in listening to this kind of thing. You know, we got to keep the ratings up um, and whatnot. And uh, especially if there's something you'd, you'd want to hear us uh, talk about in the future that hasn't already been spoken on before, definitely be sure to throw that down wherever you can. We'll definitely 
we'll definitely keep it into consideration. We'll definitely we'll definitely take a look at it and see if, if it's something that um, should go in our slew of of, uh, of anythings and the slew of everythings. Um, and 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 with that, uh, I probably should to, should get this ended for you guys. That way, Dakota doesn't put economic sanctions on you. Thank you very much. Have a good night.